What's up, horror fans? You're listening to the Trash Mouth Presents Podcast. I'm your host, Trash Mouth, and this week I got to interview the one and only Jason Muse, star of films such as Clerks 1 and 2, Mall Rats, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, as well as the director of the upcoming film, Madness and the Method. This past weekend, me and my wife attended the Galaxy Con over in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we got to meet quite a few celebrities, including Jason Muse, of course, as well as Graham McTavish and Adam Crosdale from the show Preacher, both of them extremely nice gentlemen. Um, we also got to meet Ken Page, who did the voice of Oogie Boogie, also an extremely nice gentleman. His voice is just like the speaking voice of uh, Oogie, so that was pretty crazy. Extremely nice guy. Then we also got to meet four of the stars of the TV show The Office, which me and my wife both love. Kate Flannery, Leslie David Baker, Creed Bratton, and Catherine Tate, which Kate is Meredith, Leslie David Baker is Stanley, Creed is Creed, obviously, and Catherine Tate is Nellie. So, real quick before our, I play the interview, I just have to say that this was done at a Comic-Con, well, at GalaxyCon, so know that there will be a, quite a bit of background noise and quite a bit of background chatter, but I am so gracious and thankful for Jason Muse for this interview. He went out of his way to make time for me, and he is the epitome of a good dude. Clerks came out when I was two, so I've been pretty much watching Jason Muse my entire life. I am a huge fan, and it was surreal meeting him. It was almost, uh, obviously, you could probably hear a little bit of nerves in my voice in the interview, but um, felt a little bit comfortable, I guess, meeting him because of the fact that I grew up watching him so much. So this just meant the world to me. Again, uh, thank him so much. I can't thank him enough for this, so here's the interview. So your career started with Clerks back in 1994. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Clerks, so that's 25 years of acting and just killing it in the game so uh but you finally get to do this year what a lot of actors don't get to do in their entire career and that was direct a film so um just tell me a little bit about how that felt to finally get to do something like that and how it came to you you know did uh, somebody approach you or did you go you know, yeah no uh it, it uh i guess i hold it each time oh, sorry no, sorry um, no it's good it's good i love this little setup so yeah. and you guys are like what little setup it's a microphone that plugs in the bottom of the phone <laughs> it's pretty sexy um so the uh, it's really awesome because I did a movie uh, called Devil's Towers. Uh, I did like four days in this movie in London. Um, it was you know separate than everything, but the producer of that, um, his name is Dominic Burns. Um, very awesome dude, uh, very nice guy, and, and I stayed around for a few days. It's not as quiet as I thought over here. It was, uh, I stayed a few days after because I went to London, shot the movie, um, and I was like, I'm in London, I gotta go sightseeing. So we went, and it was in Nottingham, even. Okay, awesome. So I had to go try to see some uh, Robin Hood stuff and yeah. all that. Um, but anyway, so that I stayed extra days when I wasn't shooting, and I was hanging out with this dude, Dominic, who's a really nice dude. Um, and him and I got talking, he's like, hey, what else would you like to do, you know, besides, uh, you know, the, the slapsticky stoner character and stuff. Cause that's sort of what the, the offer, the, the, the movie I did out there is Devil's Tower was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my character is sort of the same type of character. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, I was like, I really, really would like to play a Hannibal Lecter type character. Um, you know, serial killers, best example, um, um, or I, or like a cop, like a, I don't know why, but like a detective or something, like a rogue cop, 
just was something like, that's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, like uh, what's that? The Shield, you know, yeah. like the main Michael character, Chiklis. exactly, <laughs> like that real badass cop. So I was like, I'd like to do that. One of those type of characters, um, and I'd really like to direct as well. So. Um, he was like, oh, that's really awesome to know. I had no idea, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, look, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to take it upon myself. I'm going to write a script for you. I said, I, he's like, I really feel like I can take that information and run with it. So then uh, months, about two, three months passed, and he, and he winds up calling me going, hey, I'm going to send you an email of a script. I hope you don't mind. I, I actually did it, and I wrote a script for you. He sent it to me. I really liked it, and it was sort of a... Um, version of the movie that we shot madness it, then i like was like well how about this how about it's it's really like an alternate universe it's a multiverse earth 12 um version of myself instead of it being you know tommy yes um and it's like everyone plays themselves and there's this and that and then he went back and said he said well we're gonna do that then we should use your, you know some of your strengths and we'll put a little comedy in it and it's not as dark and just a full-on serial killer movie okay. um and we went back and forth back and forth and he did all the writing but i gave him ideas and we went back and forth yeah and then he was like you know he finally sent me a script about a month later or more maybe a month and a half um, and it was sort of what it is now. <clears throat> and there was definitely some tweaks, you know, while we were shooting and stuff. We had to make some changes. But anyway, yeah. it was pretty much what it is. Um, and then uh, I literally didn't, I was like, I love it. You know, he's like, dude, I really, well, I think I could probably get money for this. And like a couple of days go by and uh, he's like, look, I've been like reaching out. He's like, but I haven't heard anything back yet. And then literally I didn't hear from him for probably four, four months or so. And I literally thought he just forgot about it. And he, again, he has to work. So I thought maybe he was producing another movie in London yeah. doing his thing. And I was doing Get Old and traveling and all that. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like four or five months later, he uh, called me up. He's like, bro, you'll never guess. He's like, I got the financing for the movie. I was like, get the hell out of here. He's like, yes. He's like, not only that, he goes, they're going to let you direct. I, he, I mentioned to them that you wanted to direct. And they said that, you know, they thought about it. And they were like, yeah, but he's never directed. And do you think he could do it? And it's this, you know, it's in whatever it was, a million and a half dollars or whatever. Yeah. It might be more than that. Don't quote me on the amount. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what it wound up being in the end. But it's a lot of money. Uh, do you think you do it? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, you know. And so anyway, they went back. He, he, he struggled, you know, they struggled with it for a minute. But he's like, dude, they're going to let you direct. And they're going to put the money up. So we got to start m making moves. And then we started, like, you know, we got a producer and got paperwork together and started rethinking about ideas for characters. And, and that's how it went about. And how do I, what do I think about it? I think it's amazing. I definitely... Um, really want to direct again. Um, the different, only thing different I'd like to do is not be in so many scenes. You know, the movie was script was written based on Jay and his and an Earth 12 Jay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm in a lot of scenes, so it was like getting the sets, trying to you know setting this up, doing this, doing that. It'd be like um, hair, makeup, wardrobe, go get that stuff done. And so again, it was it was. It was challenging and it made it to where I almost like had to pull my focus on acting and memorizing a lot of dialogue and hair and makeup and making sure this and I did get to focus on the other actors when they came in and, and setups were shots and uh, two shot and a crane shot and all this but I definitely had a lot of help luckily with the DP it was great uh, my friend Dominic that I'm talking about he produced it 
when I couldn't be behind the camera, he'd be behind the camera or the monitor that is. Yeah. Um, saying like, I'd be like, hey, did I get it? Did I get what I told you? I really wanted to make sure that, you know, there was no this or that, and is it seemed that way. Sometimes we'd have playback, which was great. That was the one thing I was like, I really am gonna need a playback. And who who knew? Like, I guess it's super expensive. For for one of those machines, it's like double monitors and the playback guy. Yes, because like, you gotta hire the guy in the machine, and I guess it's a lot of money. And I was like, hey, we have to get one. I've yeah. got to give up on that. So we wound up getting one. It was great. We could play back so I could see stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was really amazing, really awesome, and I loved it. Okay, awesome. So my next question about uh, Madison the Method, which uh, drops August second, which I believe is this upcoming I Friday, know, right? I know. It's very exciting. Very exciting. But um. Another exciting thing about it is you had, uh, of course, you had your buddy Kevin Smith in it, mm-hmm. but you also had uh, Vinnie Jones and Danny Trejo, but you also had the late legendary Stan Lee. Can you just tell me a little bit about how it was getting him, like just kind of seeing him this, all the, after all these years on Mall Rats and probably having his last cameo ever yeah. filmed. I don't know if there's one out there that might I know, have been I released, been, but. Yeah, we've been wondering about that. I mean, again, who knows? I um, People have mentioned that, and again, it's... Uh, it will be interesting. It, it seems like it is the last thing, and, and, and I'm not sure, though. I don't know. It, it was awesome. Everyone that jumped on board was, was really amazing because everyone, again, we didn't have a lot of money. So everyone we reached out to, uh, it was all, and they all came back. Not everyone, but sorry. There's people we reached out to that was busy or we couldn't get, you know, we, we called, reached out to them but didn't hear anything back. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying the people that are in the movie, all of them, none of them got paid the big bucks. They all did it because they're like, oh wow, Jay's doing his directing, uh, his first directing job. Yeah. We want to be part of it. And so that was really nice because I didn't think Dean King, Terry Hatcher would be like, hey, yeah. we want to be part of Jay's first thing. And then Stan, I reached out to uh, his guy at the time, it was Max, awesome guy. And uh, it took a couple days and he got back to me one day and he's like, hey, you know, Stan's totally excited. He totally will do it. And he's like, but he has to, we have, to, you know, we'd have, we, it had to be by, start by like 3.30 for the latest. Cause we told him we need him like an hour, hour and a half the most. Yeah. So he's like, look, he has to be there for 3.34 we have to start because he has to be done by 5.30. Cause he has to be home at six o'clock to have dinner with his wife. And I'm like, okay, well like what day? Tomorrow, the next day? They're like, no, today. Like he leaves town tomorrow. Or it was like the next day he left town. So it has to be today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we don't start shooting. We just started night shoot. So we started at seven at night. We worked till seven in the morning. So everyone was like sleeping or like just woke up. Yeah. And no one was supposed to come in till seven at night. We had to be there on set where we were shooting that whole week. We had to be there and ready by like 3.30 for when Stan got there. And I'm like, yeah. no one's gonna answer, no one's gonna come, no one, none of the crew, they're all probably sleeping. They just got home at 7.30 in the morning and probably fell asleep at eight and now they're, you know. Um, and it was really amazing. Another, the, the crew was all great. We got really lucky um, because I, I would say, you know, eight out of the 10, uh, and again, there was probably more, but just giving you a number, yeah. eight out of 10 crew people showed up. And not the other two, not saying they were like FU, they just, we didn't get a hold of them and they were probably sleeping. But ever, most people showed up, camera the guys, the grips and every, first AD, and it was amazing. Everyone was like, oh my God, Stan's coming. Um, he got back to you and Jay, we're gonna do this for you. And everyone showed up and, and got everything ready. And Stan showed up, and we got him in and out as fast as possible. 
and it was such a surreal moment to where like you know we did like two takes of the first camera set up and, and literally like I stepped away and I was like we just can move on to the next shot and I, was, I literally walked away my buddy Dom that I keep mentioning um, was laughing in a good way but he laughed at me because he's like dude I looked over and you were crying and shit like I really did I like teared up and shit because That's it was awesome. such a surreal moment not yeah. only that he was in my movie and there on set in a movie next to us <laughs> but like I got to direct him and he's in the movie and he agreed to do it and he, and he showed up um, it was so surreal so yeah uh, an awesome moment I'll never forget it and and over the years knowing him man it's been awesome it's like meeting him in more the first time was super surreal I was 19 uh, uh, 19 20 years old um, super huge fan of comics then like that's how Kevin and I started hanging out was uh, the love of comics uh, like them giving me comics him Walt and Brian Johnson uh, me reading them loving them them me begging them to go to a comic book show in New York with them and begging them to drive me to the comic book store because I didn't have a license because they would go every Wednesday and they drove they were four years older than I was so they all had licenses and stuff yeah. um, and that's sort of how I started hanging with Kevin and Brian and Walton and it was over comics and talking Stan Lee and all that stuff so well I know you're kind of on a time front shot I'm not going to bug you about any Jay and Silent Bob questions um, I'm a talker, that's 12, and it's all me, I apologize, 12 minutes already. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm just going to ask you just no, please two do. quick please horror do. questions. Uh, yes. Really, um, I'm sure just everybody would like to know, what's some of your favorite horror films that you might have grown up on or um, that you've watched recently even? Oh, uh, my horror films. Uh, one of the random uh, horror movies that I watched, me and my buddy used to love, and we thought, but uh, to be honest, it was more because we thought it was funny. Yeah. As a kid, was Blood Beach. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, or heard of it. I'll definitely be watching yeah, it soon. Please look it up. It's called Blood Beach. And we thought it was great because it was, uh, there was a scene where there was these monsters under the sand. And there was uh, people laying in the beach, playing volleyball, that whole thing they do. And this guy was laying down, all of a sudden he starts screaming. And it was because one of the monsters bit his wiener off. <laughs> and me and my body thought that was the funniest thing ever. But there was a movie, Blood Beach, was a weird horror movie. Um, I loved Gremlins. Um, you know, yeah, like Friday the 13th, of course, the Halloweens, the other classics like that. Hellraiser, huge fan of Hellraiser. So yeah, those are some of my goodies. Okay. We actually got married on Friday the 13th. Yes, we actually did get married on uh, Friday the 13th. So that leads to my final question, and then I'll uh, let you get the your streaming. Nice. Jay and Silent Bob had a cameo in uh, Scream 3. Yes. So that's probably one of my favorite cameos. I think you call, uh, what's her name, Connie Chung. She yes. gives you the finger. But um, so pretty much, you named a few big franchises there, Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th. If you could choose any franchise and pretty much any famous killer to take out Jay and Silent Bob, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, wow, I want to say, I keep forgetting, I mean, I didn't mention one of the good ones, Biggies, that I like is, uh, I would say is more than, honestly, more than Friday the 13th or um, Halloween. Yeah. yeah, sorry, more than Michael Myers, Jason, is a nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry. Yes, Freddy. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, man. He was awesome. The glove, the claws, going in your dreams, that creepy music and stuff. 
uh, is amazing. And who knows, it's like the first Johnny Depp movie, right? So, yeah. um, but I would say Freddy because Freddy can get in our dreams when we're smoked out and stuff. Where you know, in, in the movies, the characters they're they're passed out from smoking, whatever, and Freddy could come in their nightmares. But I feel like even in the nightmares, Jay and Bob would get Freddy high, and then Freddy would forget what's going on, and he would want to hang out and stuff. Um, but yeah, and of course, I, I, you know, I do find creepy, and it's great, is even so walk cosplaying, and for everyone listening, we, you know, we're at the Comic Con, Galaxy Con, there's a lot of really cool cosplayers, I saw Doc Ock, Venoms, uh, God of War, you know, all sorts of cool ones, but what was creepy in the movie and in person is It, yes, I saw an It, and the It had a kid with them. I don't know if it was his son, I'm assuming. Mm. And the son was dressed up like an it, but like good makeup. Yeah. And it was the creepiest looking thing, man, because <laughs> there was like father and son, it's creepy. Um, but yeah, there's something creepy about that clown and clowns in general. Um, it was amazing. So, yeah. Well, you've uh, been in the business for 25 years. You were nine years sober. You have a beautiful family. And um, I just pretty much want to give you a few minutes to promote anything you want to promote, um, whether it be awesome. the movie or yeah. streaming or whatever. Yeah, so uh, we didn't get to talk about it, but Jay and Silent Bob reboot um, is, is, you know, we did Jay and Silent Bob 2001. So excited. It's been 13 years since we played the characters. But now it's, uh, Kevin, finally, we got the movie uh, together. We shot in New Orleans. It took a couple months. It was so much fun. Um, and it will be out in October. I believe October 15th will be, like, released all over. But, um, you know, Kevin and I also be touring with it in a bunch of different cities. Go to the website, um, which is gonna be left on here and put on here, um, and, and there's a list of cities we'll be touring with it. Kevin, not only can you go watch the movie, afterwards Kevin and I will be doing a Q&A, but I love that we did the movie. I've been wanting to do a movie, honestly, for like five years. I've been like, Kevin, let's do another one, let's do another one. It'd be so much fun, we'd have so much fun doing it. Um, and we did, and a lot of cool people joined the, the, the pack. Um, old people came back that were in the older movies and then new people so much fun so yeah man check me out uh, in Jane Sambab Reboot then there's uh, Madness in the Method August 2nd coming out uh, October's Reboot um, and The Roadshow um, and then also check me out on streaming on J-A-Y-M-E-W-E-S J-Muse on Twitch um, and that's my social media as well so all that good stuff there because also I post on C-Smod S-E-E smod.com is um, I don't know how often I'll be able to get to do it but I also do my own stand up now called it's not really stand up it's sort of like Kevin's evening with but mine's called J News and his amusing stories okay. but there's a list of venues I'll be at yeah. on csmod.com so everyone check that out come see me live at amusing stories come see me at the reboot road show or watch me on J News Twitch snitch to the new have a good night so the website to find out about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot is RebootRoadshow.com. Um, unfortunately, at the time, he was in a rush, and with all the people talking, he couldn't think of the uh, website, so I told him that I would take care of it and get it for him. So it would also be in the description. Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend because I looked today to buy tickets, and um, the closest to me is still a few hours away, but it's already sold out. So if you have some tickets for sale for Arlington, Virginia, um, please hit me up and 
on the Instagram page or Facebook if you do for cheap and let me know. I'll definitely buy them off of you. So make sure you check us out as well over on Instagram and Facebook at Trash Mouth Presents. And don't forget to check out my buddy CNC Film Studios at cncfilmstudios.com, films plural, over at youtube.com backslash P-L-U-M-S-T-E-R-1122. And you can check them out at CNC Film Studios on Instagram. And he posts a quite a bit of trailers and behind the scenes footage so make sure to go check that out he has an upcoming fan film halloween 3 coming out on august 16 and it's looking pretty good i'm excited for it so just want to say thank you again to jason muse he is an awesome person i cannot thank him enough for this opportunity and make sure you go check out madness and the method thank you